You are listening to the Sweet Empowerment Podcast with Kristen Brown, where we upgrade our relationships and life by applying practical ideas, universal truths, and life-changing inspiration. Let's go have some fun. First off, I want to wish you a huge congratulations, and I want to give you a high 10 and a high five and a hip bump because I am super, super proud of you for searching for this topic. Why? You might be thinking that I'm making a big deal out of nothing. Well, I want you to know that I am a recovering people pleaser, and I am a recovering person that was needy and desperate and clingy and all those things. And I know what it takes to heal. And the fact that you are here and you are willing to watch this video says a world about your character and your willingness to heal and shift these patterns that are not working in your life. So first and foremost, congratulations for being here. This is a wonderful topic and one that I'm really super happy to share with you guys and to talk about because this is my wheelhouse. This is what I help people overcome. Now, the first thing I want to say is that the terms neediness, desperation, clinginess, these type of things, I wish to normalize those terms. I wish for people to not have such a shameful charge attached to those terms because we are the walking wounded, period. We are the walking wounded here on planet earth. We None of us are going to get out of here unscathed without some type of betrayal or pain or grief or loss or backstabbing or being cheated on or being abused or whatever it is. We, we are all the walking wounded. We have had terrible things happen to us. And I feel like the more conversation that we can have about these type of topics, the more we're going to start normalizing them. And they're going to become table topics rather than everybody like being ashamed, like, oh, I'm a little needy. Back in the 80s or 90s, when these terms started to really come out, neediness, um, clinging, insecure. Insecure was the big one. Oh, he or she is insecure. And people would like roll their eyes. And they made it like this terrible thing that, that somebody was insecure. And I'm here to let you know that if you're noticing that you're in, in, insecure or you're needy or you're desperate or you're clingy, you're having some type of behavior that you know is not super healthy, then I'm super duper proud of you. Okay. Now, some people like to say that neediness, desperation, all that was a toxic behavior. In my definition of toxic behavior, those are those are the harsh, awful ones like gaslighting and abuse and cheating and those type of things. Those are uh, screaming and yelling and blame shifting, all of those type of things, abandonment, emotional abandonment. Those those things to me are toxic behaviors. To me, neediness, desperation, and clinginess. I would just consider unhealthy. And the only reason why I would say that word is because I can't find a better word. But the word unhealthy even has the propensity to shame somebody. And the last thing I ever want to do is to contribute further to your shame because you are here. Do you know how many people aren't here? Do you know how many people that are walking around with this stuff that have not even picked up uh, their phone or their keyboard to type in and search what this is? But you have. Because you're somebody who is sick and tired of being sick and tired. And likely you have had a history of attracting painful and lopsided relationships and you're just done. You're like, I'm on my knees and I need to figure out a way not to do this. The one thing I know for sure is that when we are headed on a trajectory in our life and we're just going there and there's um there's a phrase in, I, I don't know if it's physics or something that says an object that's, that is in motion in one direction will continue to stay in motion in that direction. Well, as human beings, we do that same thing. We, if once we start down a path, we tend to kind of keep doing that same thing unless or until we seek out extra knowledge 
or more information or some type of wisdom that is going to create a perception shift in our brain. When we start to see things differently, we automatically, we change trajectory and we start heading down a different path. So even the slightest change in perception is going to shift you from where you were doing and the path that you were on to an entirely new path. And I needed to say all of that so that you guys can understand the foundation of what I'm about to teach you. This is how important this is because you're going to learn what is the number one cure to healing this for good. Now, I'll also say that that this work is not hard. We hear a lot of people go, oh, the work is so hard. The work is hard. Oh, it's such hard work. I will tell you that the only hard work in healing yourself in self-healing is the initial break from the ego and the old pattern of thinking. That is the hardest work because so many people are in denial because they do have this hidden shame and unworthiness. They don't want to look at themselves because it makes them feel even worse. But when you have enough in you where you're just like, you know what, I'm going to be honest with myself. What am I doing? How am I acting? I know I can't change any of these people out here, but I know I can change me. And when you go within and you start owning your shit, when you're like, Man, I'm a little bit needy or I'm desperate, I'm kind of insecure, you know, I'm, I'm clinging to this person a little bit too much. When you start to recognize those things in your, in your past or in your past, you have already started to shift. It might be just a little one, but your trajectory are already started to shift because you brought what was unconscious back here that we cannot deal with because we know nothing about right here to the frontal lobe where you can deal about with it because it is now conscious within you. So where does neediness and desperation come from and why do we have it? And what's the deal? How can I, how can I stop this thing? Now, first I want to say that there's a lot of needy, desperate behaviors, and I could list all those for you, but I'm assuming that since you are here and you're looking for the cure that you already know what all those things are. But I also want to say that it's a spectrum. Like anything in life, there is a spectrum of things. Like narcissism is on a spectrum. There's a crazy narcissist and there's just people that are acting a little nutso. And then you've got people on the other end where the people pleasing and the overgiving, and you've got some people that are like stage five Klingons. And then you've got some people that just kind of are a little bit on the people pleasing spectrum. The same thing with neediness, desperation, and clinginess. All right. It doesn't matter where you're out on this spectrum. The work is the same and the work will do the same thing. It will cure you in the same way. What's important to realize is that you have the behavior in the first place. And if you're recognizing that behavior, then you are right in the right place. And I'm so glad that you're here. So what contributes to neediness, desperation, and clinginess is our unhealed shame and unworthiness inside of us. Shame and unworthiness inside that hidden in the recesses of our of our psyche are a pandemic. So the world is walking around with this and they don't know it. It just shows up in two different ways. It shows up in neediness, desperation, um, clinginess, overgid, overgiving, hyperdependency, um, or it can show up over here in hyperprotectiveness, hyperindependence, selfishness, narcissism, and the list goes on. These are usually the overgivers and these are usually the takers. That's usually how this presents, but it's the same problem, the hidden shame and unworthiness. So where does it come from? Well, when we first come to planet earth and we, our little souls jump into an earth suit, we know nothing other than our full worth and our divinity period. That's all we know. And we're walking around and we're being our authentic selves. But as we grow and our brain moves from the delta brainwave state up through theta 
and alpha and into beta and all through the brainwave states, we start to become more conscious to our surroundings. We start to take in information from the outside world that is telling us that we were either too much or we're not enough. So we start to move further away from our inner state of knowing our worthiness, our God self, our unconditional love of and worth of who we are. We start to move away further and further away from that. We start to think that we're flawed. And when we start to think that we're flawed, because the outside world, we believe, took it away from us, we believe the cure is from the outside world. So we start to shape shift and chameleon and put on masks and, and become people pleasers. And we do all of these things in order to get love, approval, acceptance, and validation. Now, anytime that we think something outside of us is responsible for our worth, it's always going to leave an empty void inside of us that needs to be filled. And that is where neediness, desperation, and clinginess comes in because we think we need to get it from the outside world. That's where the behavior is formed. So how do we heal it? By healing our shame and unworthiness. And some people might be going like, well, how do I do that? How do I heal my shame and unworthiness? Cure is self-love. Now, a lot of people are like, what is self-love? What does that mean? I don't understand. You're hearing about it a lot in the world today. And that's understandable because the world is shifting. The world is starting to wake up to this consciousness. So a lot of people are starting to talk about it. Yet a lot of people don't really know exactly what it means. Well, being somebody who has healed this pattern myself and why I became a mentor, coach and speaker and teacher and all the things that I'm doing, author things I'm doing in the world today is because I healed this pattern inside of myself. And it's actually quite simple to do. It's not hard, but it's going to take your conscious and dedicated effort to do so. So what is self-love? It is self-forgiveness. It is self-acceptance. It is self-compassion. It is self-understanding and it is loving and supportive talk about and to self. And it is appropriate self-care, which meaning truly caring for yourself the way you would someone that you completely love. When we heal these things on the inside, we will naturally and organically stop being needy and desperate. I cannot express that enough to you guys. The shift that happens inside of a person when we start to return back, give ourselves back that unconditional love that we think the outside world took away from us is absolutely paramount. It is an energy shift that has the capacity to put you in your own driver's seat again, to make you autonomous and interdependent in relationships rather than codependent. Now I've made a course that supports this. It is called the self-love to soulmate masterclass. It is the identical work that I did to shift myself from that place of neediness, desperation to a place of empowerment. And so I showed up in the world attracting naturally or organically better people to me rather than repeatedly attracting these narcissists to me. Because if you're needy and desperate and clingy, you are going to, and you make it all about everybody else then you are going to attract somebody who wants it all about them. And they're going to want someone who clings and who is needy and is desperate. And that is an unhealthy person is typically on the right side of the spectrum, which is the selfish or narcissistic side. So guess what? A narcissist doesn't want a, an interdependent person, right? Because they're not getting all the attention they that they require. 
So when you start to heal this inside of yourself, you are going to attract a healthy person to you because healthy people, uh, they recognize neediness, desperation and codependency, and it's a turnoff to them. So you can't help but shift this energy inside you, which is naturally and organically going to call an entirely different experience to you. Once again, I congratulate you for being here and for making it through to the end of this video, because if you did, that tells me that you are truly on path and you have nowhere to go but up into your healing to shift that vibe inside of you so that you can attract and create the absolute most fulfilling and healthy relationship of your life. Once again, if you haven't yet, subscribe and turn on notifications, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Much love, everybody. If you've enjoyed this episode, I invite you to subscribe and share. If you're listening on iTunes, you can give a big thanks by leaving a five-star rating and review. If you'd like to explore coaching plans, other products, and free resources, go to kristenbrown.org. Until next time, everyone, remember to go love yourself.